Hello! Welcome to Siblings and Fandoms! I'm Noah. And this is Maddie. And we are joined today by a very special guest. Graham! Hi! Hi! And today we are going to talk about the film, the book, we've seen the most recent film only, Little Women. So, just initial thoughts first. It was, it was a good movie. Are you asking for my thoughts first? Yes. Your, your thoughts, then Maddie's. So, Graham, what were your thoughts on the movie? Well, I absolutely loved the experience of the movie. It was so um, brilliantly um, directed and edited, the back and forth and time felt, felt like I was really, it, as the movie went on, I felt more and more like I was with the March sisters, that I was part of the action of the film itself. Uh, it drew me in, like, completely. Um, it was wonderful. Yeah. This, Maddie? Um, I, I liked it. It, it was good. Okay. This is a really well-directed movie, just on a technical yeah. level. And just the story, it really takes you and just wraps you in it for the entire movie. Right. And... I... Go ahead. I felt, um... You know, when I when I think about the first time I heard the story of Little Women when I read the book, I was probably I don't know ten or eleven. Right. And, and it didn't really affect me so much because it didn't really make the girls, except for Joe, who was very strong as a leader of the family. Mm -hmm. uh, it really the girls were very domestic it was a domestic story and it, it, when I read it you know I it, two generations back I was looking for a more adventure in a girl's life like I read all the Nancy Drew mysteries I read a lot of family based stories uh, but I, right. I wanted to get out of the family and out of the house I wanted to see girls uh, go into the world and be adventuresome and the movie made Joe look more adventurous than the book did when I first read it. Um, the way the movie started, having her take her story to the uh, publisher. Yeah. Uh, that that I'm not even sure was in the original book. I'm not sure. Was the? Do you remember if the like ending scene where she's sending it to him gets it published? That. Yes. That was in there. Uh, you know, I'm, I would have to go back to the original book and see. I'm not sure. It probably was. But it, again, it, it was over her primary commitment was really to the family. And so in that sense, it really mirrors uh, the struggle of women today try, who, when we raise families and pursue careers, we still always have to put family first or most of the time. And is that... And do you think the... I have no idea where I was going with that. 
just found that a little disappointing because I I wanted them to uh, break out a bit more. Whereas you, all the girl, you know, the happiness of that family seemed a little bit overdrawn to me when I read it myself. Yeah. Uh, when I was young, seeing it as a movie, it was like uh, an ideal that was beautiful. Yeah, the the ideal uh, of like a perfect family. Yeah, yeah. Well, not perfect, but uh, perfectly real. You know, the family had flaws, yeah. um, so it was realistic. The girls fought with each other, feelings were hurt. Um, although the mother, Marmy, was pretty ideal, idealistic. Yeah. Um, just com- kind of calmly moving through all the ups and downs. Um, but for its time, the time in which it was published, it was a very... Um, feminist look at the world of girls because nobody cared about the world of girls in those days and do they now is a question but um the We're fact that there, the movie's be- being seen and being so popular and being so loved is by men and women boys and girls is really a wonderful thing yeah yeah, yeah the advancement that's been made in the treatment of women since this book was published is amazing. And... Well, it, and if you contrast, I know you and Maddie both have been uh, fond, fond readers of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And when you think about the influence of female authors on a generation growing up, I, I could, you know, it would be interesting to compare the influence of Jake of Rowling with the mm-hmm. influence of um, the author of Little Women Alcott. Right, yeah. May Alcott, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and to get people reading, you know, to get yeah. a generation of, of kids who, who could just exist on screens to get them actually reading books. So that both of the, these authors have had that impact on a generation of readers. Yeah. What do you think, Maddie? What's your um what moved what moved you about the book? What touched you? I don't know. About the book. Maddie, come sit up, please. I I liked I I only read two chapters of yeah. the book. Yeah. Our mom read us oh, the first two so chapters. What about the movie then? What did the move how did the movie affect you? What scene? What scene was the most affecting scene? Um, I I can't decide. Yep. You know what? I, I would think that for you, because you've been a, an, you have an artistic, um, a strong artistic part of your nature. When she was. Um, looking at the book being put together at the very end of the movie and mm. and she was like loving seeing the red cover on the book and touching the pages of the book there was something that I think um, was so solid about that it was an idea that she dreamed and, and now she was holding it in her hand yeah Maddie I have heard from at least one source that you did not cry during this movie. I didn't. I didn't either. How? It's a movie. <laughs> I felt, you 
I didn't cry because yeah. I think that um, the strength of all the characters and the strength of the way the movie was put up on the screen was joyful. True. This is a very light-toned, light-hearted movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wrote, mm-hmm. immediately after it ended, I took out my phone and wrote a couple notes, and the first one is funny, but also sad. Yeah. That is quite like no life is all lighthearted fun. But also no life is all depression. Right. Right. It showed that it showed yeah. the ups and downs. And and it also showed the girls the family as the core because uh, there are plenty of movies about um, poor girls, movies and operas and plays about you know poor poor girls who leave the poverty in which they into which they were born, and they're kind of rescued by a man who you know gives them money and helps them reimagine themselves as a lady as opposed to just being poor. But right. this story, the strength of transformation is in the family itself and all of the relationships within the family. And that's what makes it so strong, I believe. It, the transformation is, it, the source of the transformation is family love, not the love of a man or the love of a career or even the love of writing. But it's the whole family dynamic that transforms each character. Yeah, I think. I think this movie really makes you feel for the characters, especially the family part, because, like, that part at the beginning where, uh, Florence Pugh, the one who goes to London. Oh, right. Yeah, where she is resentful towards her sister, burns the book. Like, you understand that, especially if you're a sibling, if you're an only child. Right. But you can always relate to that resentment towards someone who gets what you want. Right. But yes, yeah. It also manages to make you feel for Joe because that is something that she's worked for a long time on, and gone. Well, and each each sister was allowed to be her own self and make her own choices. It wasn't, yes. there wasn't one model of success. You know, the, the girl, I forget which one, just wanted to get married and got married and was happy. Yeah. Emma Watson, I know the actors' names. Meg. Okay. Yeah. She just wanted, like, traditional, normal life. She, you know, was, she was a very important um, stability in the family, and she did have money, and yeah. she did support the girls and help them uh, expand their world. Yeah, she was so funny. Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep is such a great actress. Right. Well, I thought 
sure I thought she was funny as so much as she was coy in a way. You know, she had knowledge and wisdom to impart. Yeah. Um, and she did it in a very um, caring way. You know, she didn't take the obvious one with with her to Europe, to Paris, you know. Right. Um, so, well, she sort of yeah, did. She was, she was a very um, wise and coy kind of uh, matriarchal figure. Much, so there were yeah. a lot of matriarchal figures. You know, there was Aunt March, there was Marnie the mom, and then there was Joe. I think all of them were matriarchal figures. Joe, Joe and a Joe Wesso, but yeah, I see. Well, but her sisters relied heavily on her and looked up to her. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think it's capturing so much um, interest at this moment in time for you guys, for your generation? <laughs> That's. Have you talked to your friends mm. about it? I haven't. Uh-huh. Which is interesting. Like, I talked to a couple people about it the day after or something, and they expressed interest in seeing it. But I think, like, you grew the, you read the book as a child. I think you read it to our mother. No, I, I don't know if I did. Did she say that? Possibly. Uh, she, I think she read it on her own. Okay. But, like, you read it as a child, she read it. Right. And now it's coming in the form of a movie. We'll probably read it at right. some point. Right. Um, yes, it's it's an affirmation of that, that part of family life and good parenting that does pass on literature and the arts and music and dance, you know, that... That continues through the generations. Yeah, Maddie. And sports in some families in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie, do you have things to say? Do you have words to impart to our listeners? No. You have nothing to say about this movie. Would you encourage people to go see it, Maddie? Yeah, it, it was a good movie. You okay? Sorry, I have a cough. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a very good movie. So, moving on. Apologies, listeners. Slight technical difficulties. They gave us agenda books last year. Slight technical difficulties. We are back now. What te- technical difficulties? I stopped the recording. Why? No comment. So, um... I want to circle back to Meryl Streep because mm-hmm. she she's an excellent actress, amazing. But she also she carries a lot of the comic relief here. Mm-hmm. She has. I'm looking at like a list of quotes from the movie now. She has, like, all the lines, Joe is a lost cause, so you are your family's hope now. Oh, right, right, right. That's right. Yeah, just, she told each of, the, each of the girls that at different times. Yeah. Just... And... 
What did she mean by that? I mean, she was looking at it from a, like, social status standpoint. Mm-hmm. Joe. Right. To make a good marriage. Now, now it's your turn, you know, to step right. up and save the family by a good marriage. Meaning, economically um, profitable marriage. Yes. First it was Joe, then she... Well, just those individual lines, the way that she delivers them are quite funny. They're witty. Not like that one, but like the one, this exchange, when Joe says, I intend to make my own way in the world. And she replies, no one makes their own their way. Least of all women, you'll need to marry well. But you're not married, Aunt March. Aunt March. Well, that's because I'm rich. Right. Right. It's just the little lines like that. Yes, and that point that points to some of the mythology that exists even today that um, that anybody can make their way in the world on their own. You know, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. You know, yeah. they say to the poor people, to poor. Americans, working Americans. Well, nobody does it on their own. Being rich means that she had generations before her supporting um, what she could do with her own life. Right. Her options were much greater because of having money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's still true today. So, so I think the kind of wry humor uh, is what connects some of the messages of the of the book to the current current culture. What did you think of the casting of the young man um, that Joe was friends with? Laurie? Not... Yeah, the one who she brutally rejected. <laughs> right. Well, why wouldn't she? I mean, he wasn't your typical, um, you know, male lead kind of blow you away handsome and no. guy. He was very strappy. Very what? Strappy. Thin, mm-hmm. rough. I thought he was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I think no. for that character, that casting made sense, at least in terms of the build and attitude. The way mm-hmm. the, the way the character was written too. Yeah. Well it showed it Many. showed that Girls at a certain age are more mature than boys at a certain age. <laughs> yeah. I think. The whole girls mature faster. Yes, right. Because he was kind of following her more than she was following him. <clears throat> yes, definitely. And even later in Paris with Amy. Right. When he gets drunk right. and insults her fiancé, who she later brutally rejects. Right. So. Uh, would you, Maddie, would you be interested in seeing the movie again? Yeah. Why, mm-hmm. why would you, what would you hope to find the second time around? I don't know. I just like rewatching movies. 
<laughs> well, and visually, it was a very interesting movie visually. So many outdoor yes. scenes. And the, sh- um, the kind of characters were always in motion, mm-hmm. rushing here and there. Also, the, yeah. the subtle visual change between past and present. Right. One of them, right. I think it was, it was the present, had it, just a little bit lower saturation. Well, no, they made it blue tone. Yeah, lower saturation. And then the other one, they made it... Just a little warmer. Yeah. And it was... That was pretty much the only way I was able to tell until Joe got her hair cut. Which Maddie, one they were which in. which of the sisters would you choose to be? I would be Oof. Joe. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I would be Joe. Speak louder, please. Joe. She's saying Joe. Um, why Joe? Because she's not lame. Yeah. Okay. Did she say she would? Did you say you'd choose Joe? I couldn't hear you. Yeah. She's, yeah. I mean, they were all pretty. They're all actresses. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, I was... I had tears in my eyes for, for quite a bit of the movie. Oh, but, really? Yeah, okay. the only part... Like... I think I started feeling really emotional when the book got burned. Mm-hmm. And then that went away for a bit. And then... Probably when she was, yeah. probably when she was leaving New York, I started tearing up, and that didn't stop until I like legitimately started crying when um, um oh what's his name Lori's father when Lori's father was led by Joe inside. So we should probably wrap up in a couple minutes, but I just, oh, yeah. I, one, the like one performance complaint that I had was Emma Watson's accent. Because <laughs> she, as you probably know, is British. Yeah. And just any time she was called on to show emotion, that cracked. Her American accent cracked. 
expected her to be uh, stronger, her, her portrayal to be more, um, a little stronger than what it was. I wasn't yeah. sure why it didn't feel that way, just because, um, you know, the, the actress playing Joe is so strong. Oh, yeah, that actress. It's amazing. Yeah. But that... How do you pronounce her name? I just can't learn it. Uh, sure. What is Cersei her name? Something like that. Idol Women 2019 actress. Um, Sorry, well, Ronan. Thank you for me in this conversation. It, it was, you know, there's something really special about having three generations of a family go and see a movie together. Yeah. Um, it was. And there aren't a lot of movies that maybe that we would all enjoy. You, you yeah. your mom, and me. So yeah. that's pretty special right there. Well, you went with us and Tia to see Dark Phoenix. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, there's a, a lot. I mean, the Harry Potter movies, I think, are very uh, yeah. cross-generationally appreciated. Star Wars is as well. And I think a lot of families do go together to see these movies, so it's important. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a fairly good note to end on. Maddie, do you have anything you you want to say before we begin the, like, wrap-up? All right, I wonder what our next movie, shared movie, will be. We'll have to wait and see. What is the next? Okay, let me just find the um, outro script. Okay, Maddie, are you going to say anything? Bye-bye. Maddie says bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, Can I hang up now? Um, yeah. I mean, you can stay on. Alright. Thank you very much for listening. You can reach us at siblingsandfandoms at gmail.com or anchor.fm slash siblingsandfandoms. We have removed the dashes. You can also ask to join our Google group where all the, po- where all the announcements regarding this podcast will come out. You can do that by emailing. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Siblings and Fandoms and on Twitter at Siblings F with a capital F. And both me and Maddie would like to thank Graham for agreeing to guest. Graham? My pleasure. Yes, my pleasure. It's been fun and interesting. Yeah, this has been a great conversation and thank you very much for listening. And until next episode, goodbye.